Now, Representative Christy Purcell has uh, joined us after we locked her out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> I found a way. I found a way. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, coming in today. And uh, once again, uh, congratulations on being representative. Thank you. Representative. It's been a wild week. Let's talk about that week. Uh, you've uh, started off Monday with uh, the uh, swearing in, the inauguration. Is that an inauguration? So Monday was the inauguration, and that okay. was the... Um, Governor, Lieutenant Governor, Auditor, Secretary of State, and Attorney General. Mm -hmm. So um, I was invited to that. I thought this might be my only opportunity. It was at the Fitzgerald, so I went um, with some of my other uh, first-term folks, Mm -hmm. sat way up in the balcony, Um, and so we watched that on Monday. And then Tuesday was when we were sworn in, then by Secretary of State Simon, um, because he had already gone through his pomp and circumstance, so then... He uh, swore us all. Let's let's talk about that inauguration and being with uh, some of the other. Uh, you men- mentioned uh, freshman members of the uh, legislature. Uh, that uh, let's let's start off with your your fellow uh, first year legislators, the new ones that have come in. Have you met a lot of friends? And do you, do you have uh, you know political allies are very important when you're in uh, politics. As uh, I'm sure you'll know or find out mm-hmm. soon. Do you feel like uh, you you can work well with these uh, these un- incoming people? Yeah, I mean, I th- I think I feel a little starstruck by some of my uh, my colleagues. There's just some really incredible people. I mean, all of us in order to get there had to win the majority of the vote of 42,500 Minnesotans, and not all those people are like a voting age, but um, so. Everyone has gone to pretty extraordinary lengths to get there. And then just the personal story and experience that some folks bring. Uh, My colleague Maria Issa uh, has been getting a lot of press (laughs) Mm -hmm. because she also dropped an album the midnight before we were sworn in. Um, She's a St. Paul-based musician and singer and rapper, and she'll be performing at the inaugural celebration Saturday at U.S. Bank Stadium. Wow. And so uh, that was pretty That was pretty cool. And if you have not listened to the weekly list um, from this week, uh, we give a little nod to her. And, of course, her album had not dropped yet when mm-hmm. we recorded. So um, she has an EP. But um, she's just one example. She's been getting a lot of press because mm-hmm. it's pretty unique. Um, but they're just a lot of, you know, really, really dedicated advocates for disability rights or for... Um, uh, you know, families. And so it's, it's really cool. And I, I imagine that we, you know, the Democrats, at least we are all very much aligned. And I've really enjoyed getting to know a lot of my GOP colleagues, too. Uh, let's talk about Tuesday after you got sworn in. Was it right to work on Tuesday? Uh, did most of uh, did you hit the hit the ground running, or did that mostly happen on Wednesday? Well, so a lot of the uh, the things that happened on Tuesday were uh, the ceremony on the House floor. You know, raise your right hand and agree to the oath of office, uh, and then it was kind of slow going where we had to do a roll call vote where they call everyone's names, and we each individually had to say I or vote for the Speaker of the House, the Chief Clerk, um, the 
uh, rules, make sure we all agree to having desks, make sure we all agree to having staff. So it was sort of like slow, 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 slow. And then like, bam, it was over. And then suddenly I know I felt like, wait, what do we do now? (laughs) Um, And because of the weather, just my mother uh, was able to come. So the rest of my family, because it was a snow day um, and because road conditions, so um, Michael and the kids did not make it from Northfield, but they got to stream it live at home. Um, my kids, had they been in school, would not have watched it. It was sort of, I'm sure, not very exciting for a 10 <laughs> and an 8-year-old. But um, so they were sending me messages along the way. Well, I'm sure your your family had to have been a very proud, a proud moment for you. Very them. proud. Uh, the rest of the first week, what do you do? It's, it's getting down to work now. The legislative session is uh, in session, so you're going to be uh, having some long and busy days coming up. Did that start this week? Yes. So then um, Tuesday, was that was kind of it after the pomp and circumstance and uh, saw a few friends and got a lot of sweet messages and support from people. And then uh, I actually stayed up there. My my mother, who's from Northfield, uh, got a hotel room just down the street. So then I stayed up there because Wednesday morning I had an 8.30 committee, um, of which there were three or four people who either didn't make it or were late because of the driving conditions. So I felt glad that I was close by. So yes, and I found myself in my first two committees uh, Wednesday. And then... Um, just trying to sort of keep up. We, in most of the committees, we talked about uh, like introductions, maybe some, um, in in one of my committees in the environment committee, we did pass a bill and that was from left over from the 2022 session that didn't get passed, our lands bill, which is generally non-controversial. But pretty much all the other committees was just Hey, who are you? What's your district? You know, what's your perspective you bring to this group? Um, which is is helpful and to learn the procedure of you have to be acknowledged by the chair and uh, learning people's names and um, so it was it was introductory. But then we have been in house. We've had a couple floor sessions where we passed a whole slate of bills, which you have to do for them to then go into committee. So I think 117 have been passed off the house floor already and it sounds like from veterans that that's highly unusual in the first week to have that many just really clipping clipping through but uh things are things are moving fast yeah i would imagine is some of that because they didn't do it last year everything was all set up and exactly. you have to redo it again this year exactly yeah. so a lot of them at least from the house side are kind of ready to go you know mm-hmm. they might need a little bit of tweaks or adjustments um and then also because uh as we know, the the House tends to move a lot faster than the Senate is the, I forget the analogy that someone a long time ago used, but it, it's the cooling plate <laughs> where mm-hmm. the House is hot and then the Senate, things sort of cool, which I think will be especially true this year because although Democrats have, um, I heard someone say instead of a trifecta, the hat trick um, mm-hmm. being the state of hockey and a former hockey player, I like that analogy better to have Democrats in the you know, the governor's mansion, the Senate and the House in control. The Senate uh, doesn't have these things ready to go because Democrats weren't in control before. So I think we're trying to move things fast 
in the House because we know they might take longer in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christy Purcell, our uh, new uh, state representative for District 58A, is uh, joining us right now. Uh, let's talk about those committee assignments. We talked about a couple of weeks ago we had you in, but uh, refresh our memory on what uh, committee assignments you have and the positions you have within them. Yes. So the committees that have met thus far, I'm on the Environment and Natural Resources Committee. I, that's not the official name. Environment Natural Resources Policy and finance, maybe it's a long name. Um, I am on the uh, education finance committee, which is met once, and I am on the elections policy and finance committee. And the one committee that has not met is the ag committee, of which I am vice chair. Those are some uh, pretty important committees that you well, have. On I the, think and, so, and yeah, of course they all are. Yes. We wouldn't have them, but uh, those in particular, you know, school funding is going to be a, a huge, huge topic in this year's uh, legislative cycle. Have you gotten into much of that yet? And 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 the committee's role. Will you be helping decide what to do with the budget surplus? Is this ongoing funding for schools? Uh, tell. Delve into that a little bit more. Well, some of that I'm learning as I go. Um, so the thing that I know about with uh, education and the House uh, committee structure is there's a House uh, policy committee. So many things will go through the policy committee before they come to us in the finance committee. So um, I have seen, you know, looking through those 117 bills that have been passed off the House floor, there are a number of them that will um, – eventually come to education finance. There are only few that are going to come right away. Things we're moving quickly on is um, like uh, school school lunches and school breakfasts being available to all students um, and eliminating the debt that a lot of families have found themselves now this year that it's not free for everyone. Um, I don't know if that's sort of one time, you know, kind of the budget surplus or if that's ongoing funding. Um, We've heard from a lot of school districts, especially ones right here in the district, the Tri-City United, New Prague and Northfield, that um, having the special education cross subsidy is really a burden on these local school districts and really puts a lot of pressure on the local taxpayer. So the state can come through and uh, have support and have funding that takes the pressure off of the local communities. And and you mentioned being the vice chair of the uh, Ag Committee, being vice chair as a first year person. Uh, but uh, you, you know, when you think about that a little bit, uh, there probably aren't a whole lot of outstate Democrats exactly that were involved yes. or that were elected. <laughs> yes. So you're one of the few, and you do, uh, as we talked about last time, you have a substantial uh, background in uh, agriculture and uh, uh, and environmental. Uh, uh, experience. Yes. So I think I'm maybe the most uh, enthusiastic Democrat uh, of the first years anyway um, of around ag issues. Um, Chair Samantha Vang is uh, is just really phenomenal and she came to knock doors at St. Olaf with me. She actually went to Gustavus but we adopted her as an honorary Oli for mm-hmm. a dorm knock that we did, St. Olaf versus Carlton. Um, and so she I'm, I'm really excited to work with her. She's been on the Ag Committee now for, um, I think, maybe four years or something. So she's she'll she'll be new to having the gavel. Um, but I am uh, 
I'm I'm the broken record up there at Saint in Saint Paul where I just keep saying like, okay, we're talking about cannabis. What about the farmers? Okay, we're talking about clean energy. What about landowners and rural places who could have solar arrays or could have um, uh, turbines? So I I feel a little bit like a broken record, but I feel like it's a really important uh, perspective to bring to my fellow largely metro. Um, colleagues in the DFL to say like don't forget about farmers don't forget about rural places so I'm really excited to coordinate with um, Chair Vang on um, and making sure that our farmers feel supported on the ag side. Uh, Once again uh, Representative Purcell is with us from District 58A. Let's talk about what's coming up. You've got uh, today and then all next week. Uh, Today uh, is this a stay-at-home day or do you still go up there? Well, uh, traditionally, Fridays will be the in-district day unless they call a floor session or unless a committee uh, will meet. So all my committees meet at least twice twice a week except for elections. So elections, they have sort of warned us a little, like, hopefully it'll be later in the session that we have to call Friday committees. And um, now committees are all in person. So, um, you know, for me, it's just a one-hour drive. Not this week. It was longer <laughs> with the snow and road conditions. But um, for other out-of-state folks, um, you know, they need to know that ahead of time. So they stay in St. Paul another night. Um, but I am heading back up because we're doing a press conference. Um, there's a, a caucus of us really wanting to make sure we have safeguards around our elections, our election workers, um, and our democracy. So we're having a press conference that I'll be heading up for and just get a little bit more work done in the office as I get my bearings but but normally fridays will be my in-district day so i can meet with folks here at home all right uh, what about next week is that uh, anything going on is it pretty much routine working with the uh, just chewing through a, a bunch of things in committee um i think so i mean i'm really excited for the ag committee to meet mm-hmm. we'll we'll meet twice next week we'll i'll get a full week of like what what does work look like in a typical week? So mm-hmm. um, all the committees that I'm on, we've only met once this week, just with the Monday holiday, Tuesday swearing in. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to sort of see what a full week of work looks like. Um, and I have my legislative assistant. So if folks want to meet with me, you can uh, get in touch with Callie Murphy, who was uh, – uh, just also new as of Tuesday. So um, so we kind of blocked out my schedule, my calendar, making sure that there's pockets of time to meet with constituents and lobbyists and for me to meet with fellow lawmakers. So I'm excited to see what a full week looks like. <laughs> and we're excited to have you back next week. We'll Thank talk about you. a uh, full Sounds week great. and by then you'll know everything. Oh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Jeff. Thank you, Christy. We, much, we appreciate it. And we'll talk to you again next week. Sounds good. State Representative uh, Christy Purcell from District 58A will be a regular feature here Friday mornings on KYMN Radio. We've got Rich coming back in with a look at local news headlines in just a moment or so and also a, uh, a talk with Tim McNiff, news and a side of sports. That's on the way. This news update is brought to you by Northfield Retirement Community. Rooted in Christian values, Northfield Retirement Community supports independence, dignity, and quality of life for the aging by providing innovative living options and services. Now may be the right time for you or a loved one to consider joining Northfield Retirement Community. Leave behind the worry of